week eight is upon us. Week eight is upon us, and the NFL is off to the races. Um, a lot to get to today. A lot to get to today. Welcome to the Passive Patrick Podcast. Um, everything sports-related, we cover 30 minutes or less. 30 minutes or a little bit over. Okay. I had a good, decent predictions week, you know, this past week. I uh, I was 10-3, and three, so I am very happy with myself. Of course, a uh, few teams had a bye week this, this past week. Um, Cowboys didn't play. Dak didn't play. Um, interesting storylines there going into, you know, this coming week. We're going to see exactly what the story is with that. He still has that calf injury, and I'm not too sure that it's exactly 100% like everyone is saying. I'm just not too sure about that. Um, there's a lot of people in the media and Cowboys specifically um, that, you know, he, he's got to get to a certain point before they are going to allow him to play. But I believe that the optimism is a little premature. Now, do I think that he will play? No, I don't. For the main reason of the Cowboys can't risk their season, you know, on this one game. I believe that Dak needs to take this next game this week and just get a rest in. I, I don't see a problem with it. Just get a good rest, you know, because he's an MVP candidate. And you can't win the MVP if you're, you know, you're injured. So I 100% believe the Dak storyline. Uh, Cowboys just need to rest him. Just give him a week. Let, let that make, just... Calves are tricky as injuries, let alone uh, when you're using a planter foot to, uh, you know, get away in a scramble in the pocket. Because, you know, we've seen them in different sports, but I think it's really relevant in the NFL because if you're back there in the pocket, you got to get out of there if you got a, you know, 300-pound linebacker coming at you. You got to plant off that foot and, you know, get out of trouble. So just take this week. There's a lot of optimism. Even though there's optimism, I believe you should just... Slow down, pump the brakes, let Dak rest. Don't worry, Cowboys fans. You're going to make it. You're going to be okay. All right? Um, make sure your quarterback's healthy. Don't, and you know what? If you drop this game, that's fine. I think I think the Cowboys will win it even if the backup quarterback starts. I do. I think they have a good shot. Okay. So, like I said, 10-3. and three. A lot of crazy games, really, this past um, week. Just up and down, I, I saw a couple things that I liked, a couple things I didn't like. Um, mainly, I loved what I saw from the Colts. Indianapolis is an interesting team, and we're going to kind of start there today. And why I think Indianapolis has moved up in the power rankings, um, huge. That defense has figured it out. All right, they beat, they beat the 49ers on Sunday night, and they beat them 30-18. to 18. And, and here's just a couple stats for Carson Wentz, because all those Carson Wentz haters, um, you know, and I, I admit I've had my criticisms of Carson Wentz in the past, um, the whole thing in Philly. I didn't necessarily agree with how he handled it, they handled it, just a bad situation by everyone there. But Carson Wentz, 17-26, 150, 150 yards and two TDs, no interceptions. This is very important for Carson Wentz. Now, um, those people that thought he was just going to bounce back and all of a sudden be the Carson Wentz we knew, uh, like, what was it, like three years ago, the MVP? I think it's been that long. Um, he That that wasn't going to be the case. I He needed to, like, have a slow burn. 
he needed to, you know, walk before he ran again. Because he went from running to walking. Okay, so I, I think this was very crucial to have a good game um, this year by Carson Wentz. And I love the way he played. And more importantly, I love the way they rushed the ball. Um, 18 carries, 170 yards um, for Jonathan Taylor. He also had one TD. Carson Wentz ran it a little bit, showed some good uh, movement in the pocket. But that defense, mainly DeForest Buckner, I mean, that guy is an animal. <laughs> I mean, playing his former team, he had a sack. Um, I, I just am so impressed with what that defense has done. And he was playing his former team, and honestly, you could kind of like in the in-game interviews, he was kind of even confused because he thought that defense would run it back for San Francisco. Now I get San Francisco had some cap issues. They had to make it you know, work on their end. But honestly, defense wins still. I'm a huge believer in that. I think the quarterback position is very important. You need a quarterback. You need to score. But defense is not overrated. I love the blend that Indianapolis has going here. Currently, they're 3-4, and four, and that's not a terrible record. You know, they've, they've had their bruises, and, you know, they've had their ups and downs, but it's not a terrible record. Where I think certain teams get in trouble is they rely 100% on the quarterback. Um, we've seen it recently with the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, uh, mainly, uh, you know, in an interview, he said, we can still get whatever we want. That's not the way to look at it. You can't look at it that way, especially for, you know, the quarterback position is important, but mainly defensively, I love what the Indianapolis Colts have. They have what the Chiefs want on defense. So it's, it's a trade-off thing here. Like it, it takes the perfect blend to win. And I am a fan of the way the Indianapolis Colts win. Is it exciting? No, it's not exciting. It's not. It's defense. Is it effective? Very. It is very effective. And they beat a good team. Let's not take that away. They beat a good team. Now, even though Jimmy G played, and Jimmy G had not a great game, 16 to 27, 181 yards, 181 yards, one TD and two interceptions. And Jimmy Garoppolo just didn't play great. And that era is kind of over there in San Francisco. But I'm putting a lot of stock in the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis, you got something going there. So I was very, very, very impressed um, with what they they put together. All right. A lot of storylines. A lot of storylines. We got to talk about something. And it involves two teams. The Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins. Now, a lot of chatter coming out of Houston, out of Miami. Apparently, the Carolina Panthers are out of the running for Deshaun Watson. Um, mainly, I think this trade, some people are saying, no, you got to keep Tua. I believe 100% the Dolphins may be making a mistake here. I think they're making a mistake. So here's what you're doing when you're trading for Deshaun Watson. You're getting a generational talent. Okay, we're going to do like a pros and cons list. You're getting a generational talent. You're getting a guy that's <laughs> put up uh, Mahomes numbers. Is that, you know, X factor. Like undeniable generational talent. Um, leadership skills, he's shown that he has some. You're getting a guy that can move in the pocket, very effective, scores a lot of ways, energizes, gets your offense going. You're pretty much trading for an Allen, a Mahomes, or a Jackson, one of those caliber guys. Okay, that's the pros. You're getting an amazing player. All right, now let's go through the cons. Because I think the cons outweigh the pros. 
all right, you're giving up three first-rounders, reportedly. And I'm guaranteeing you're probably giving up two with that. And maybe even a third-rounder. I don't know, but I think there may be another pick included in there. You're giving up huge draft capital for the next three years. So Miami, you're playing the slots here. You're in the casino. You're going to make some, you're, you're going all in at the table. All right. And you're very confident about it. And that, that's fine. But you have to be extremely confident. You can't waver at all. But here's the cons. Three first round picks, two, so much draft capital. You're also getting a player that we have no idea if he'll play at all this year or next year. Now, he's not on the commissioner's exemplist. Roger Goodell has reportedly said his hands are tied. Sure they are. Um, I don't buy that. I think there's a lot of shadiness going on with the NFL right now, mainly them not releasing emails involving Washington, um, the John Gruden situation. Uh, just There's a lot of things going on internally in the NFL right now. And I, I think 100% the commissioner does know what he's going to do. But I just, I I don't know what these answers are about that he's given uh, the media. Because honestly, it's just confusing. Now, the cons. Draft capital. You don't know when Deshaun Watson's going to play. 22 lawsuits. When's that going to get worked out? We don't know. We have no idea. We don't have a timetable. He could get traded, you know... Before the trade deadline, all of a sudden the commissioner decides, oh, he is on the exemplist. He's not playing this year. Okay, Miami, now all of a sudden you're starting your backup, who I don't even know who the backup is, but he's not good. So you're going to start your backup, all right, and you're going to have to wait for Deshaun to play. And I guarantee the suspension, if if what happens happens and he is, these allegations are true, then he will probably, I'm guessing, miss half a season. So best case scenario for Miami, which I think their season's done anyway. They're one and six. Best situation. They get Deshaun and he can play. Worst situation. They get Deshaun, he plays, he may get injured, finishing out the year, or he may get put on the exemplist and he may not be able to play till next year. And I think one of the scarier things that could happen for Miami is they get him, he plays, they go eight. You know, they win like eight games whatever they kind of have a comeback and then all of a sudden next year he's on the exempt list for half a season and not only then you've set yourself back two years and you don't have a draft pick and you got to go find guys in free agency you got to figure out the cap and it just becomes really mucky really muddy uh, just like a like a congested feeling a lot going on a lot of different things that are trying to connect and they're just not going to connect, you know, that kind of feeling. I just feel like if the Dolphins make this trade, it's it's going to get messy. And honestly, I like what I've seen from Tua. I like what I've seen. Now, that's my pros and cons list. I think the cons outweigh the pros. Huge. You know, and, and Dolphins have already kind of shot themselves in the foot with this. Um, I don't think Tua is the quarterback there anymore. Uh, anyway... Uh, Tua has said, I do not, I don't not feel wanted <laughs> by the Dolphins. Um, it's over there for Tua, so you've already kind of shot yourself in the foot. It never ceases to amaze me how Miami is one of those, like, legacy franchises, but they just can't seem to pull it together. They've been in the league so long, 
and you know recent like last 20 some years they haven't been able to I think it may be even longer than that I don't even know they just they just haven't been able to pull anything together so the Deshaun Watson stuff it's just messy that's what I'm pretty much getting at here I I don't see a resolution soon I think it's just up in the air and I think it'll be a mistake if the Dolphins trade for Deshaun Watson but hey who knows apparently Carolina is out of the running for Deshaun which I find interesting they're out of the running um there was a lot of rumors if the Broncos were going to make a push for him um every, every team pretty much wants Deshaun but they want Deshaun if Deshaun doesn't have any uh penalties against him he's not going to get put on the exempt list everything legally works out but there's just too many questions right now and I think the Dolphins will make the trade and I think it'll be a dumb trade that's where I stand on that those are kind of the major storyline that storyline is really you know taking over the NFL world and also the emails like I said the emails are a storyline that I want to get into but on a separate occasion maybe next week it's just messy and yeah, it'll take down my Washington football team. And yes, it needs to happen. Dan Snyder needs to be held accountable. Um, Commissioner Goodell says, I think he has been held accountable. No, he hasn't. Um, I think he's one of the most unprofessional owners in the league. And I think he needs to be forced to sell the team, honestly. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't view him as an NFL owner with how he's handled Washington. You know, he these these owners they're not dumb okay they've made their money they're smart guys you know high iq um but also they get overconfident and overconfidence kills you just does and uh washington i think they need a new owner that's coming from a a fan washington fan all right well i was 10 and 3 i can't complain i was 10 and 3 i had a you know good week I'm my overall is 70 and 37 I'm pretty much impressed with myself (laughs) no mean to brag but I I, I'm looking forward to some of these games I mean gosh we're gonna kick tonight off Thursday October uh, 28th it starts at 7 20 p.m. let's just go ahead and jump into it my predictions because it was a great week of football last week uh Green Bay takes on Arizona um this is an interesting game for me. At first, I was going to go Green Bay. I originally thought Green Bay um, was going to take this game. I thought they they may end the Arizona win streak. Um, but then it's just, you know, Devontae Adams was put on the COVID-19 list, so he's out. Um, Alan Lazard, I believe he was put on the list too. Um, so, and also though, you know, the Cardinals... Apparently, DeAndre Hopkins, he's listed as questionable for tonight. So this may be, who knows who's going to come out on top. But I am definitely going to change up my prediction because I originally had Green Bay. Uh, Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, they will be 8-0 after tonight. Because from what I'm seeing is Aaron Rodgers, he's amazing. He needs some of his weapons to win, though, to, you know, to come out on top. So far, Kyler Murray, I think he can just win this game. He's still going to have Ertz tonight. And the way he plays, he's a playmaker now so is Rodgers but I believe the x-factor will be Arizona now J.J. Watt is out indefinitely I believe with a shoulder injury uh, that he played through last week but all in all Arizona is going to take this game still think it'll be a high scoring game 
Um, I have Arizona winning 31, and I have Green Bay putting up 24 points. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. Just a great way to kick off the week. This is one of the top Thursday night matchups this year. All right, we're going to go to Sunday then, October 31st. A lot of great games. All right, Carolina at Atlanta. Now, Sam Darnold has not been playing well. Like I said, Carolina's out of the Deshaun Watson running. Um, they go to Atlanta, and Atlanta, Kyle Pitts has arrived. You have one of the top tight ends in the league. Um, Atlanta's going to come out on top on this one. I just think uh, Atlanta's got a better team overall. Um, Sam Darnold, not impressed with how he's played. Uh, Atlanta's going to take this game. Um, they're going to score about 17, and I believe Carolina's only going to put up 10. All right, we're going to move on. Miami at Buffalo. And this is just, it's sad because Tua's mentally, you know, not there anymore. I, I think Tua's been playing great. But I think this week has been a tough week for Tua. And he's just not all there right now. And I think it'll show the dysfunction there in Miami is going to is going to start showing. Brian Flores is, he's he's got to maintain the, the, the hold on the ship he's got, all right? He's got he's to gotta keep that thing... Um, going a steering straight so Miami's going to go to Buffalo and Josh Allen uh they're going to come out on top I've I, you know Buffalo they're great Buffalo's going to take that game I got Buffalo winning 37 I got Miami um putting up 21 because I think two is going to play two is going to play you know the way he plays uh but he's just mentally not going to be engaged so then we're going to got go on to San Francisco at Chicago um San Francisco is interesting because they're coming off a loss. Now, I believe they will bounce back. Jimmy G will play. I believe they're going to beat Chicago. Now, Chicago will put up a good fight. They will because Justin Fields, ultra-talented still, but uh, Chicago's just got too many question marks. They're too dysfunctional right now. San Francisco is going to win this game. I think San Francisco is going to put up 21. I think Chicago is going to put up 14. I think it'll be a touchdown away. So uh, San Francisco comes out on top. All right, next we got Pittsburgh at Cleveland. It's very interesting, this game, because Baker Mayfield reportedly is a go to play against Pittsburgh. All signs are pointing uh, towards him to come back. Um, uh, as far as uh, if I think it's right, it's not. I think this could be a mistake. Baker Mayfield has said himself it's absolutely a possible he could play Sunday. Now, I think he will play. I think it's a mistake. But I still think Pittsburgh will come out on top. You know, that defense has kind of found its stride there in Pittsburgh. And I just don't think uh, the Browns will will win that game. I think that's a loss. I think Pittsburgh will put up 24. I think Cleveland's only going to put up 14 uh, just because Baker's not 100%. Steelers defense, a lot to like there in Pittsburgh recently. TJ Watt playing great. All right, we're going to keep it moving along now. Um, next game we got is Philly at Detroit, and I think Detroit, this is your week. I'm going to, I'm hoping Detroit wins a game. I'm rooting for them. Uh, I don't think Phillies, they're just so up and down too this year. Uh, a lot of still questions with Jalen Hurts. Uh, will Devontae Smith finally pop? Um, I just believe 100% Detroit uh, will come out on top this week. Now, you know, it's Detroit, so whatever. But Jared Goff, I think, will bounce back. I think because, man, Detroit pulls out a lot of stuff. They play passionate. You can't say they don't play passionate this year. Detroit's going to come out on top here. I think Detroit will put up 17. I think the Eagles put up 13. Uh, I got Detroit winning that game. All right, Tennessee at Indianapolis. 
I love what Indianapolis did last week, and this is kind of a big game because a lot of people are going to pick Tennessee. I'm going to go with the Colts. I think that defense can hold Derrick Henry. Uh, Chiefs defense, you know, last week against Tennessee was, you know, pitiful. Uh, They couldn't do anything against them. But I I think Indianapolis has an amazing chance uh, to get the win. Now, DeForest Buckner, um, he... He's the X factor, I believe, in that game. He's he's just the guy that's gonna get in the middle, you know, clog the middle of the 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 backfield and just stop Derrick Henry. So I got I got Indianapolis winning that game. I think Indianapolis will put up twenty one. I think Tennessee will put up seventeen, be a close game, but I got Indy winning that game. All right, Cincinnati at New York. It's New York and Joe Burrow, I've said in the past weeks. Cincinnati, be patient. You got something special there. Well, you don't have to be patient anymore. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, uh, they got a connection going. The chemistry's there. Cincinnati, you are 5-2, and two and I love what you've done. What these guys are doing on the field, it's just spectacular. The, the drive and enthusiasm that the Bengals are playing with right now, it's like contagious. Um, so Cincinnati, I think you're going to win this game. Uh, Cincinnati's uh, going to come out on top. I think Cincinnati will put up 34. I think New York's going to put up 10 points. I'm sorry, New York looks terrible, the Jets. Uh, Cincinnati's going to win this game. Los Angeles uh, Rams versus Houston. Uh, it's Los Angeles Rams are winning it. Um, 31, Houston's going to put up 14. Um, I think that's all there is to it. <laughs> I don't need to get into too much. Uh, this is a win for the Rams. All right, New England at L.A. Chargers. Um, New England is an interesting team because Mac Jones is a very decent quarterback, but the Chargers got the X factor quarterback Justin Herbert. Um, I think the now Bill Belichick does do good against you know young quarterbacks, but Justin Herbert's been in the league a couple of years, and I think Justin Herbert's going to come out on top here with the Chargers. Uh, I see the Chargers winning this game. I got them winning twenty four. I got New England putting up uh, fourteen points. Just it'll be a good game, but I, I think uh, Chargers are going to come out on top. All right, Jacksonville at Seattle. This is even more of a shocker than Tennessee at Indy. I hope I'm right here. Uh, Jacksonville, I'm going to pick you to win this week. I'm going to pick them to win. Is it smart? Probably not. But Jacksonville, I think they got a little bit more momentum going than Seattle does. Geno Smith is Geno Smith, and Trevor Lawrence, I think, is a better quarterback on that field right now when they play Seattle. Uh, Trevor Lawrence going to come out on top. I think Jacksonville will get their second win. I think Urban Meyer will get his second win. I think it'll be, you know, a great motivational win for those guys there in Jacksonville. A lot of distracting storylines this year so far with Urban Meyer, everything going on. But 100%, yeah, I think Jacksonville is going to get this game. My prediction. All right. Oh, yeah, and I think Seattle put up like... 14 points with Geno, but I think Jacksonville will put up 21. I think they'll come out on top. All right, Washington at Denver. Um, I was leaning back and forth here from Denver to Washington. Um, I'm going to give the slight edge to Washington. I'm going to give them winning by three. Uh, I'm going to say they're going to win 17-14. I think Denver will only put up 14. I think Washington will put up 17. It's just both these teams are not good right now. A lot of dysfunction. I'm... I'm going to pick them just because I think our defense could wake up this week and start playing really well. Because Tyler Heineke's not as good as Teddy Bridgewater. So if we're going to go quarterback matchup, then Denver's winning. But I, I think the defense will find a stride this week against Denver. So I got Washington winning. 
some great games um, closing out the week. Tampa Bay at New Orleans and Tom Brady. It's him and Dak and Henry in that MVP, those three guys. Um, but Tom Brady's playing amazing. He threw for a 600 uh, touchdown um, last week. So I think Tampa is just more stable right now. They're going to be at the Superdome um, playing the New Orleans Saints. Uh, but I got Tampa winning that game. I got Tampa Bay putting up uh, 23 points. I got New Orleans putting up 17. Uh, Hard-fought game, but Tampa Bay, you're going to come out on top. All right. Da- uh, sorry, I was going to say Dak. Dallas at Minnesota. Now, Dallas at Minnesota. Sorry, my phone's going off here. Dallas at Minnesota. I think if Dak Prescott plays, it's no doubt a win. I think if Dak Prescott doesn't play, I think it's a win. I, I don't have much faith there in uh, you know, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. I got to give the edge to Dallas. And I know as a Washington fan, I hate to say it, but they're the best team, no doubt, in our division this year. And Dallas will pull out the win if Dak plays, definitely. I'm still giving Dallas the edge. 100% if Dak plays, um, 75% if he doesn't play. Uh, they'll beat Minnesota. And Dallas will put up, I think, uh, 24 points. I think eh, I think Dallas will put up 21. I think Minnesota will put up 13. Um, that Dallas defense, Trayvon Diggs, Micah Parsons, <laughs> they, got, they got some defensive weapons, man. So... All right, then we move on. That's the Sunday night game. Then we go on to Monday, November 1st, and New York at Kansas City. Oh, this is the game. This is the game where I got Kansas City bouncing back. Now, we talked a little bit about Kansas City, you know, last week. Kansas City's struggles are that Patrick Mahomes um, is holding on to the ball too long and playing hero ball. I just, that's what I see. Um... Uh, New York obviously is not a great team. The Giants are not good. Those New York teams are struggling this year. And I think the Chiefs will bounce back this year. And I think they will um, uh, start winning some games here late. If they can, hopefully, if they can get Mahomes to stop playing hero ball. Because this is the problem. Mahomes is playing a little cocky right now. Like some of these young quarterbacks thinking they can score 21 points in a quarter. No, you're going to have to slow it down, Kansas City. Uh methodical drives long drives boring you know not fun to watch but you're, you're gonna get the win so i have kansas city bouncing back here i think they're gonna finally get sick and tired one of these weeks of everyone talking now of course it's the giants so yeah they're gonna beat the giants but i think they get a couple wins against some not so good teams uh this is what they need <laughs> they need a win here to get momentum going into the next week uh, week nine all right so I got Kansas City winning that game. I think Kansas City's going to bounce back. I think they're going to put up uh, 37 points. I got New York uh, Giants only putting up uh, 21 because I still think they're going to score on that defense. Um, and Daniel Jones had an amazing catch. I mean, put that guy at receiver. If you don't like how he works at quarterback, you know. Uh, Giants fans, you got a receiver there, and his name's Daniel Jones. <laughs> uh, no, but no doubt, uh, Kansas City's going to pull out the win. I got I got them winning. And that is that's week seven, everyone. Now the bye week, um, the teams that have buys this week are Las Vegas, uh, Raiders, and Baltimore Ravens. So they get they got their buys uh this week. And I, I'm looking forward. I can't believe we're already almost at the halfway point. I'm looking forward <laughs> to the rest of these games. 
um, in the year because this is when the year it starts to tighten up. Next couple weeks, we have a clear picture of who's in the playoff running. And I think Dallas is going to be winning our division and going to the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I, I wasn't as sold on Dallas uh, start of the year. You know, I thought, oh, they're Dallas, but uh, they seem to have figured things out there. Now, Mike McCarthy, uh, not a fan of him as a head coach. The clock and Mike McCarthy are just not friends. They're just not, and Dallas fans know that. They just don't get along. You know, uh, Mike McCarthy kind of talked his way, I believe, into that head coaching job, and he's, you know, kind of Jerry Jones run, you know, is the coach <laughs> in a way. Uh, he wants more of a puppet who he can control. And Mike McCarthy wanted a job. So I, that's why I think Mike McCarthy got a job. I think you could potentially fire Mike McCarthy uh, tomorrow and not see a drop-off. If it was me, I'd make Kellen Moore the head coach. He's proven uh, he's got a great offensive mind. He's young. Um, he works with Dak. I just think Mike McCarthy's there so, you know, <laughs> Jerry can control things. But that's the story with Dallas. That's always been the story. So lots to look forward to this week. A lot of great games. Hit my social media up. Um, I am 100% locked in with my picks. I won't be changing anything up. And I'm hoping I win a good amount of my games. I got a couple weird games in there. Uh, with the Colts winning versus Tennessee and Jacksonville winning against Seattle. So I, I got some, some doozies in there. <laughs> And we'll see if I'm right. If I'm right, I get awesome bragging rights. And please, Washington, let's find our defense this week. Let's find our defense. We can do it. I believe in you, Chase Young. I believe in you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast this week. This has been Pass It to Patrick. Um, follow me on social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, let me know how I'm doing. Subscribe. Uh, have any questions go ahead and ask me subscribe and leave a review thank you guys it helps so much if you leave a review and subscribe all right we'll talk to you guys later